Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. Hey ladies, hello, hello, happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday and the intimacy revolution. I hope it's not too echoey in here. I feel like it is. I feel like maybe I should put my headphones on before I get rolling. Probably should have done this beforehand. I lost my Bluetooth, my Bluetooth headphones. More than anything you guys wanna know, like I'm embarrassed to say I have lost so many pairs of, I don't think I should be allowed to have Bluetooth headphones cause I won't let me, I won't let myself get another pair of AirPods. Harper, my daughter absolutely loves them and steals them from me at any chance she can get, which is my fault cause I put them down where she can grab them. I know, I think I would learn, right? Let's see, sound check, sound check. Hey <laughs> All right, I'm on my phone right now because I got a new computer and I forgot my Facebook password. Whole other issue. <laughs> so, yeah, me and technology, y'all know this. If you've been with me in any capacity, you know me and technology <laughs> are not friends. Um, but I love it and I appreciate it because it allows me to be here with you guys. So um, we have quite a few new members in the group. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we've got a lot of people who just joined and I'm stoked. So if you don't know me and this is the first time watching, I'm Katie May. I'm the founder of this amazing group with these amazing women. Um, and I am the CEO and founder of Katie May Coaching. I am a relationship coach and I help high achieving women create the relationships and intimacy that they desire. Now, um, today's topic uh, on stop waiting on him to change so your life can be what you want it is uh, something that spoke to me because it's kind of funny. I was sitting here like, Okay, what am I gonna talk on today? What do they really wanna, what do they need to hear? What would they like to hear? And I had one topic picked out and then I scratched it completely and was like, no, this is what we're gonna talk about today. So, it's gonna be fun. Um, I can't tell you how many, the, one of the biggest things people ask me is like, oh, you're a relationship coach, but you just work with the woman. And I'm like, well, I've worked with men and women and I have worked with couples, but here's the thing. I guess primarily my clients are women. I'm working on just them. And now how is that possible? How can I work with just the woman and help her get the results in the relationships, which take two, that she wants to create, right? And this is why I recreated and rebranded this group to the Intimacy Revolution because we cannot experience true depth and intimacy in our relationships until we know and accept and love ourselves fully. Because we are unable to receive that from someone else unless we can absolutely do that for ourselves first. And the issue with so many women that I hear from or that watch my content 
is that they are stuck looking at all the things that would make their lives better if he would just. We, we, we could do so much together. We could build this business so much bigger if he would just. We could be more of a team and we could have more date nights if he would just. I would be so much more attracted to him if he would just. Like, you guys, fill in the blanks because I know y'all have a list of them. And I did too. I did too, okay? The issue with your focus being solely on what he needs to change is that leaves you in a victim mindset. That leaves you, that leaves you powerless because you, what are you going to do? Sit around and just wait on him to make changes before you actually get to live the life you really want and experience the relationship you really want. Like that sucks. Nobody wants that. Right? I mean, sure, on the surface, it's kind of nice to be like, well, I mean, I'm clearly doing everything I can do, but he's got to get his shit together. And so I guess we're just here waiting, you know, <laughs> like, uh, no, like, yeah, blaming, blaming him takes the responsibility off of you, but it leaves you literally powerless. And so how we switch this to a place of empowerment, I have a story for you about a client of mine, which I absolutely love sharing. Because when I started to work with her, she had a narrative about her relationship and her husband that were was totally incorrect. And here's what I mean. When I started to work with her, she was so, she struggled so hard to voice her own needs and her wants, her wants and her needs with her husband. Now, and I am talking, she's a business owner, she's thriving in her business, she's loving what she's doing, but she literally could not voice what she needed to her husband. And she resented the hell out of him for not meeting those needs that she herself was a not even aware of fully. Like she knew something was missing, she knew he was missing the mark, and she was frustrated with him about it, but truthfully, she never stopped long enough to actually examine what her own needs, wants, and desires were on a day-to-day -day basis because she's so focused on every single one else around her. I say what you will, nature versus nurture, whatever your beliefs are, I totally believe this is an innate gift that women have that we can use on a toxic level because we innately care for other people. We are attuned to other people much more than men are, okay? It is something that is beautiful about women, but it is also something that we can absolutely use as a, in a self-destructive way that can also block that intimacy and connection we're desiring with our husbands and our spouses because if we wake up and every single thing we do is attuned to what they need, what they're doing, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, how they're gonna react, that does not help them because we don't attune to our needs, our wants, what's going on in my head right now, what am I feeling right now, how do I want this, what's the outcome I'm hoping from this argument or this conversation, right? So. I digress going back to the story this is the biggest thing that we had we're talking about this belief that she had in her head with her husband I can't trust him I can't be vulnerable with him because in the past I have been vulnerable with him and it backfired 
And when I, when I said, oh, tell me more about that, she was instantly able to pick up a, a specific instance, as usually our brains will do, our minds will. When we take the time to actually hash it out, talk it through, evaluate it, take it out, look at it, and that is exactly part of my practice, is let's talk about this. So she came up with a specific situation, and it was literally like a belief that she had formulated about him from this one conflict. She left feeling like he didn't meet her emotional needs in that moment. But when she went back and she explained exactly what she said and how she said it, I was like, oh, I wouldn't have had any idea what you needed in that moment. And she was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, what, what outcome were you hoping for from him in that moment? And she was like, oh, well, I mean, I just wanted him to say he agreed with me and wrap his arms around me and say it was going to be okay. I go, okay. And in your eyes, he totally judged you, but I took that as defending you because there were the, the conflict was surrounding a toxic individual who was um, a family member and they, and they were placing kind of a wedge between them at that moment. And he was actually defending her from this said family member. And she took that as a personal attack on how she was feeling. But, but the thing is, is he had no idea what she wanted from him in that moment. He's looking at this, like my wife is hurting. I need to defend her. And she took that as a personal attack. Here's the thing. She never brought this up to him. She never talked to him about it. She never evaluated her own feelings about it. She decided, oh, that didn't feel right. He's not safe for me. I can't go to him anymore. He has, uh, he's not going to be a safe space for me to be vulnerable in. For years, guys, for years, her mind was made up that her husband was not a safe space to be vulnerable around because of her past and her upbringing mixed with this conflict and she had decided, she didn't know this, uh, consciously she was not operating like my husband's not a safe space, I can't be vulnerable with him. It was all in this one conversation that we unearthed this, right? Which is a huge breakthrough for her and I'm so freaking excited because when we evaluated the conflict that like led her to believe this, this is what you gotta do. You gotta you gotta look at it and you gotta say, okay, what, what is true about the situation, right? What is like true? Okay, truthfully, no, I didn't get the outcome I wanted from this conversation, okay? What about the outcome did you not like? Okay, was that, do you do you think he was, did he have like malicious intent with his response here? Yes or no? And look, ladies, I'm saying, be honest, okay? Because if it's yes, we got a whole nother direction. We got to go with this, right? But in her case, it was no. He wasn't being malicious. He actually did have good intentions for her. His responses did not align with what she wanted. And in that very moment, she didn't even know what she wanted until we talked about it after the fact. So here's what I'm saying, ladies. There is so much work we can do on ourselves. There is so much work that inwardly, when we look inside of ourselves of how we respond to conflict, how we show up in our home, how we're serving ourselves, our husbands, our kids. There's so much work that we can be doing on ourselves that if we are not doing that work right now because he is not willing 
to do the work. You, we are cheating ourselves out of a very, very awesome life. All because he is not doing what you want him to do in the way you think he should do it. It is maddening to me how many women I come across and they know they've got work they've got to do on themselves, but he won't. So guess we're just going to be stuck living like this. Like, no, absolutely not. When my client, I never saw her husband. I never met him a day in his life. When my client realized these things about herself, started to candidly, directly, but kindly communicate her needs because she had spent the time and the work to actually identify these now. Her husband came to her like a freaking man in a desert who had just found a well. Like he was so freaking relieved that she was finally communicating her needs to him, that he could meet her needs and he knew what they were, that she was putting the good, healthy, polite, compassionate boundaries in place in their marriage that he was able to identify some behavior about him that he didn't like, their relationship completely transformed to what she was hoping it would have always been, something they had literally never experienced, a level and depth of intimacy they have not yet experienced in their marriage, all because of the work she did on herself. Not because they went to marriage therapy, not because he saw a coach too. And ladies, yes, I am pro both of you getting help. Ideally, if you both get help, I am all about that. But ladies, yes, in an ideal world, he's doing his coaching, he's diving deep, you're doing your coaching, you're diving deep. But I am telling you, if that is not the case, you sitting here telling him how he needs to make all the changes, how he needs to start doing work, is it doing shit? You're not setting the example that way. If you're not doing your own work, who are you to sit there and tell him he needs to do his? The most, we may not be able to change them, but we absolutely have the ability to influence. And influencing our husbands and anyone we're in relationship with is not done out of complaining, nagging, whining, pointing out all of the ways things could be different if they would just, nobody changes for that. So I want y'all to just stop and think and ask yourself like, what is holding you back? What work do you need to do on yourself? Where are you feeling like you're falling short just in life in general? Where do you feel like you're falling short as a wife just in general? Swallow your pride of the fact that he's not doing this work and ask yourself how you yourself as an individual are is not showing up for your life, for your life in the way that you want to show up. Write those things down. And then find a way to start working on those things. You need to keep your eyes on your own paper, sis, because when he starts to see you show up differently, when you break the cycle of maybe the toxic argument or toxic conflict cycle you guys are at, it takes two people to keep those rolling. So are you still a contributing factor to that toxic cycle? Are you responding to toxicity with toxicity? You're just as much at fault. So. That is the work that you yourself on your own right now could be taking action on every single day of your life because you have complete authority and autonomy over your life.
right? Like waking up saying, God, how do you want me to show up for my day? God, help me control my freaking tongue today because Lord knows I'm stressed. I'm tired. These kids are driving me crazy. My business is stressing me out. I've got a lot on my plate. How can I, how can I get help from my husband in this? How can I ask for help? Like, let me swallow my pride so I can actually communicate this to him in a, in a kind, you know, clear manner. And then it, and like I said, ladies, this is what I do. This is, it's not a sales pitch. If y'all don't want to work with me one-on-one, I don't care, but do not sit here and tell me you're not working with me one-on-one and you're not doing anything with anyone else. Cause that's just a waste of freaking time. So ladies, there's so much that you have on your own to give this world, to give that you, you have a God ordained gift placed in your heart, a light that you are responsible for shining in your world. And it starts at home. It starts with how you wake up and show up every single day. Are you exuding the energy you want to exude in your life? Are you experiencing the joy in your life? That's something you create. That is a choice. That is not a feeling we hope to, wait to, might feel like today. Gee golly gosh, hope it all goes well so I feel that way. No, there is always good and bad. Always in life. Sometimes, yes, sometimes the balance is there's more good than bad present, but here's the thing, and vice versa, right? But here's the thing, we always have the choice as to where we set our focus. We always have that choice. So where can you be working on yourself right now that has nothing to do with him? What is that thing? And how are you going to start actively putting forth the effort? That was the post I posted this week was, you know, so many people say they want to change, but only if you actually make the net, take the necessary action to actually make the change. It is so easy to complain. It is so easy to wish for change and want change. But then when you sit there and pass the buck off to, oh, well, he won't go to counseling. So guess we're just stuck like this. For how long? Like for how long are you just going to live the way you've been living with him because he won't do what you think he should? Like, let me ask you that guys, like seriously answer that question. How long of your life gets to be dictated by the level of work he does in his? Holy shit. That's way too much power to give somebody, right? Like that's like years like years, I, I worked with, I worked with a couple and primarily again, I worked with a wife. They, they, their kids were moving out of their house. They didn't even know each other. They hadn't been on a date in years and they ran a business together. Guys, they were immersed in raising kids, running a business together. They saw each other all the time, but they couldn't stand each other. And they didn't even know who the other person was. They didn't have fun together. They did like insane. This shit happens. And you know what? It doesn't happen overnight. It happens little by little, day by day, piece by piece, because we decide at one point, oh, well, it is what it is. What's next? Go through the motions of life. And then five years later, you look back and go, holy shit. What happened in these last five years? Like, where did my life go? I just feel like life lived me 
when do I get a say in my life? Like I, at one point I wanted to travel. At one point I like liked my husband. Um, shit, where did this all go? <laughs> you know, that happens little by little you guys. And this is why it is so important for you guys to have intentional small goals for yourself each and every day. So you're not gonna change your entire life overnight. That's not possible for literally anybody. You can make some serious changes in your life overnight by deciding right now that you're not gonna settle on living any other way than how you truly wanna show up for your day each and every day right now. And what does that look like? Okay, that means I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna I'm gonna do prayer and I'm gonna do meditation in the morning. I'm gonna write in my journal. I'm gonna read my Bible. I'm gonna go for a walk. Uh, what does it look like? Just pick one thing that is going to set yourself up for success, which means it's gonna give you the energy to go out and be a kind person in the world. It's gonna and serve your family as you should and take care of yourself and not feel exhausted. Right? We've got the overflowing cup right? My cup runneth over, if you will. Okay. That means the cup is freaking full and it's running over. It doesn't mean that the cup is freaking empty and you're serving out shit you don't have. That's when we get exhausted. That's when we don't show up as our best. So what fills you up and what are you going to commit to making sure you do each and every day on a small scale basis, just to get started, just to get consistent, to make sure that you're going to be able to do that and commit to it. And if you struggle with this, if you have resistance to this, if you're like, man, I love everything you're saying and you you need help with that, that is what I do with my clients. That is how I help them without ever getting their husbands involved. It's awesome. <laughs> their businesses get better. They make more money. They're happier in the process. Their sex lives improve. Their marriages improve. Like. It's magic and it is all because they decide to make the changes within themselves that they've always wanted to make, that they've known in their heart of hearts that this is the way this woman in my heart is supposed to be showing up in her life and I'm not gonna let his opinion or his response dictate my response in my life anymore. So all right, that's today. I hope that was helpful. I hope y'all, um, Please comment in the chat like what your plan is. What are you going to commit to doing? Let's like cheer each other on as the sisterhood of this life together that we're walking in, that we're spending the time watching this video on. Hashtag replay if you're catching the replay, of course. And then put in the chat what's the one thing you want to commit to doing for yourself to help commit to your own work that you need help with. Shit, I don't care if you put... I'm, you know, sorry. I don't I, I'm working on the cussing guys, but I don't have any guarantees. Sorry. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. Um, but I don't care if you put it, put in there like, Hey, this is my struggle. Do you have a fix? Like that is exactly where we need to be right here. Let's put, Hey, you know what? I really struggle mouthing off. I really struggle telling him what my needs are. I really struggle with unrealistic expectations. I don't care if you put that in there so we can all like say, hey, you know what, try this. Hey, have you, you know, how many hours of sleep do you get? How much water do you drink? How many times are you at the gym? What are you eating these days? Like guys, y'all think, again, I'm gonna get on health kick. Y'all think y'all can just deprive yourself of sleep and operate like freaking robots and live off caffeine and alcohol. 
it, it, it's no, you're not going to be a good person that way. No one is. We're not designed to live like that, right? So I don't care where you're at, but please feel free to just add that in the comments. The biggest influence we have in our families is led by our own actions.